Good afternoon, 49er Empire, and welcome back to another episode of The Faithful, where we bring you all 49ers news and updates. I'm Biggie Forrest, and across from me, Zach Green, and today we got a little Thursday night football matchup that we talk, we're going to talk about reaction to uh, 49ers win 21 to 13, and they win the NFC West and guarantees a spot into the playoffs. What a solid game. What a game. Our defense, man. I feel like every week we talk about this, just how great this defense is, how truly talented they are from top to bottom, whether it's D-line, linebacker, secondary. Every single factor of it is playing just absolutely great. And just, wow. First time sweeping wow. the since 2011. Couldn't be more excited. Really? Yeah. We split with them every year since 2011? Well, not necessarily split, but... Like sometimes they swept us. Oh, okay. But but first time us sweeping them since 2011. Ah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I've been all about the defense and just you know Brock Purdy, just honestly the whole team. Um, and now more than ever, I think we should be giving credit to the Niners front office. Um. Like, I mean, you're right, right? Like, I mean, Mr. Relevant, right? And then every other player on the defense is not a first-round pick. I mean, I don't know if Mooney Ward was. I mean, you know, he may have been. uh, But, like, Drake Greenlaw, dog. He is the Seahawks' father. Like, uh, I mean, I mean, well, Bose is a first-round pick. I thought that, I mean, Armstead as well. So, I got to throw an Armstead there who's been making a huge difference coming back. But, um, like, Funga played amazing. And it's just, like, if you have – if you have a defense that's really solid and everyone's good, it's just going to elevate the whole team, you know, push people to be the best they can. And, man, I I think uh, – I mean, the, the Brock Purdy situation uh, is great for the league. And it's great for like sports media. Like every time I look at the TV in the morning, that's what they're talking about. At least this morning, like they're talking about the Niners, talking about Brock Purdy. So it's like, it's not something like I'm used to like seeing, you know, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the question is, I mean, the whole world, yeah, obviously the world is going to talk about is if Brock could lead the Niners to the Super Bowl or even win it. Um, And what it looks like, I think so. Not because of him. I think it's because of Kyle Shanahan. Um, God, that he needs to win coach of the year, realistically. I think so. Uh, props to Nick Sirianni up in Philadelphia. But what Shanahan has gone through, through injury-wise, losing his Trey Lance, losing Jimmy Garoppolo, um, not having Trent Williams and Nick Bosa for a few games, um, and still having 10-4 and four record and win the division is just kind of mind-blowing to me. Um, and, yeah, just like – yeah, they talked about ninety-five seven. The the coach of the year is normally the guy that surprises most people, or like the team that surprises most people, and it it will probably be Nick Sirianni. But Shanahan should get a hard look by the voters, like yeah. considering you know I mean, the two injuries. I mean, if, you, if then, you look, yeah, exactly. If you look at the situations they're going through, um, Nick Sirianni has an MVP caliber quarterback in Jalen Hurts and Shanahan's been through three quarterbacks and we still have top record in what it looks like throughout the league not just the Bay Area but it seems like most teams don't want to play the 49ers um, you hear Cowboys fans um, 
um, evil, even Eagles fans just saying that, like, I don't know, you don't, you don't want to see the Niners in the playoffs right now. Who does? Their defense is top tier. Their offense just gets it done. Yesterday, we did that without Debo Samuel. You know, Christian McCaffrey still did his thing. George Kittle's going to do his thing when Debo's not there, obviously. And when you get Debo back, it's just going to be even scarier. And it's not like Brock is going to throw for 400 yards and sling it like a Josh Allen or Holmes. But, hey, we don't need him to do that. Get your boss, your playmakers. They'll make mistakes. And that's what he's been doing the last three weeks. And, I don't know, Shanahan, just props to you. Apologies. Um, you know, earlier in the season, I was frustrated at least. Um but that, it comes that with an podcast overreaction. we had <laughs> comes with an yes. overreaction and just like god we look at it now when players execute they were unstoppable in my eyes um so i think he should win it and if he doesn't good job to nick sirianni but those are the only two yeah. in my mind that are capable of winning the the award. i um loved that play and uh like the double screen to um to ray ray and then mccaffrey and then to kittle down the middle um that was a play that uh walsh did back in the day i saw this uh um shout out damon bruce um, from 95.7 the game but uh the same exact play they ran with uh i think steve young um, double screen, double pump. I have never seen that. So, um, I mean, possibly, but what a play call. What a play call. I love when coaches dive back and to plays from back in the day. Um, you know, the, the last coach I can think that did it, um, was Eric B enemy. Um, he would like pull out plays from like the seventies. Um, probably still does, but, um, uh, yeah, shout out Shanahan um and uh yeah i mean shout out the the whole organization yeah those, those players come so with the, proud those, those players come with just the west coast sort of concept that shanahan runs um and he just he's got so many more of those plays dialed up if you look at those playoff games we've had in 2019 even last year the plays get really really deep and and when when it's on the line he's going deep and plays like that are going to be flying all over the place so i'm excited for what this team could do yeah um you know with i feel like brock purdy likes taking the deep ball a little bit more than trey or jimmy and that's what makes this offense seem more explosive the last few weeks um and what what i've seen throughout social media um whether it's um brian balding talking about it whether it's just dspn or just anyone is when jimmy or trey are back there and they the first look isn't open they panic. They try to scramble, fight for a yard or two, and end up getting sacked. But with this guy, he he's he's scanning the whole field. He's not. It doesn't look like there's any pressure on him at all. He's poised. He's relaxed. Even when we're running a play action and he falls and trips, he gets backs up and completes a pass to Jawan Jennings that I think got called back for a holding by Mike McGlinchey. But just plays like that where he's just so poised, so relaxed, so so just decisive and like he knows what to do with the ball unlike Trey or Jimmy and it's just it's fun to watch it's fun to watch was it the best game out of the three that he's had no but he got the job done he got two touchdowns what two 15 passing yards somewhere close to that he completed his first 11 passes like geez like sorry Trey sorry <laughs> I I uh 
if we're going to continue talking about Brock, Brock Purdy, you know, we got to talk about the Niners front office and actually drafting the guy as well as the fact that we picked him over um, uh, Nate Sudfeld, right? Because Nate Sudfeld, I thought was going to make the backup. Oh, yeah. Like he was, it wasn't, it wasn't even know? that he was going to make it. We gave him a full contract. We gave him $2.5 million to be the backup. And we chose Brock Purdy over this guy. Yeah. That says a lot. If we, if we, if we decide to pay a dude and then end up gutting him over 262 pick, I think that shows a lot in what the front office did see in Brock already. Um, rumors came out too that if Brock did declare the year before that he was like higher on the draft board, I think he was fourth or fifth round. And I mean, so stay obviously saw something in him. This dude isn't just coming out of nowhere. Uh, no. no, I went back and watched the Fiesta Bowl back in 2020 against Oregon. Yeah. And, uh, Man, some of the throws he had were ridiculous. So that would make sense if he was a higher draft pick. Um, because man, that ball game he had uh, his uh, junior year, yeah. smoked Oregon. Maybe, maybe it was a blessing in disguise because if, if he does declare a year early, I doubt we draft two quarterbacks in the same draft. So um, yeah, maybe maybe it worked out our way. And uh, if we win a bowl, then geez, there's gonna be movies about him. Even if he makes it to the Super Bowl, there's going to be movies. Um, but uh, this dude's a dog. I can just imagine, like, all, like, the sit-downs and all the coverage that this guy's going to get. But, you know, yeah, one game at a time. The thing I wanted to talk to you about is considering the Niners um, – well, one thing is considering the Niners' history of injuries and stuff, like, these next three games are important seating-wise because we clinched a playoff spot. But I would hate for a top player to get hurt and then we don't have him in the playoffs. Do you think uh like a lot of the starters will be on like a snap count or nah, nah, they're playing. No. no, there's no way. These guys want the second second seed would be huge. That's what we need right now. Um, you know, if Minnesota loses tomorrow, Saturday, 10 a.m. game, then we're in the second seed. And that would mean we wouldn't have to the only game we would have to play away is in Philadelphia if they continue to hold the number one seed. So uh, they're not holding back. Shanahan said it in his interview after the game that um, their goal was to make it into the tournament. And now that they are in the tournament, then they have to do the best possible things to get them in the best position. And that's getting the second seed. Um, so Minnesota needs to win out. If they don't and we win out, then we're second seed. And that's all that really matters. So if, if we have the same record as Minnesota, we're second seed. Um, and we need it. I think we absolutely need it. Especially with Brock. Um, being of honest. course. Of course. Well, I just am worried that in these next three games that some – I mean, there will be injuries that are um, going to happen. But that that will – especially, especially on the defense, like – we can't afford to lose anyone big. Like we need to keep this whole core together. And man, yeah, I mean, I, I, this defense, I I'm not scared of anyone now. Like even, uh, I mean, like even the Eagles, maybe the the Cowboys, but because yeah. they they have like their top two. I mean, top three defense. Yeah, if you if you look both of the Cowboys and Eagles, though, like they haven't faced a defense anywhere close to ours. I don't think there's a defense in the league that is close to ours. But, I mean, I think the closest thing 
not even close to thing is like Tampa Bay and Dallas lost to Tampa Bay. Um, this it was just brutal, but you're right. No one I'm scared of in the NFC. I think the thing that would make a difference is Philadelphia being at home and maybe Brock Purdy gets his in his own head. But I mean, that's why we need to get the highest seat possible. Um, and uh, if if we go to Philadelphia in the NFC Championship and we win, God, that would be something. And then then I'm looking good. Hopefully. We don't face the Chiefs, but like we say, one game at a time. Um, next game, Commanders in a week and a half. So we got a mini bye week. Um, praying Javon Kinlaw comes back. Um, praying Debo gets healthier by the day, but I'm sure they'll save Debo for the playoffs too. If if we're talking about the injury question on will anyone be on a staff count, I doubt anyone will besides Debo. I think they're just going to save him for the playoffs, let him come back healthy. Um and maybe, depending on the seeding in the last game against the Cardinals, maybe we'll sit a Trent Williams, um, maybe put Bosa on a snap count. But these next few games, still early, still a lot could happen, and I doubt there'll be and they're they're worried about it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's still like, I think uh, the the um, the Vikings play. Detroit this week, so that won't be an easy. Uh, no, 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 no. Is it? They, they, they played Detroit last week. They lost to Detroit. Oh, oh uh, yeah, They, yeah, play, yeah. they play the Colts tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. So, I mean, the Colts defense, good defense. The Force Buckner over there, Stephon Gilmore. Um, could, can Matt Ryan put up points against them tomorrow? We'll see. Right. Um, they got Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, solid. So, hopefully, they they pull out a win for us. And if they do, then great. We're in the second seed. Um, and that means we would have to play seven at home and I'll take my chances against the giants or commanders, or maybe possibly even the Seahawks again at home. Um, I think I booked my flight back already for it. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> um, yeah. I want to go to this playoff I, game. Yeah. We got to make second seat for sure. But. I, um, I know the, the lion or the, the lions, the Vikings travel. I mean, we talked about it. They traveled to green Bay, uh, in a couple weeks. So. That definitely won't be an easy matchup. And I mean, look, even if we get the third seed, there's a good chance, you know, I mean, you know, the Vikings or uh, the Eagles, one of those two teams loses. So you just would have to hope it would be, um, you know, both so we can get all three, you know, but the the Eagles will definitely be the front runner considering the buy. I know the percentages wise. Um, and the, the the format changed as of a couple of years ago because it used to be two teams get a buy. So, like, yeah. those two teams would have, like, a significantly higher chance of making the Super Bowl. So, the Eagles will – I mean, they've been the favorites. They will be the favorites. But, look. I think I think we've seen it. The Packers had a buy last year. Well, yeah, no, this is what I see. I saw the – I think this rule has been in for, what, two years? I think it almost not hurt them, but – Getting a week off and then playing someone as physical as any of these NFC teams is going to be tough. Um, take a bye week is good in the middle of the season, absolutely. Get get players healthy, get all that. But if a team is on a roll like the San Francisco 49ers, you're not going to want to stop playing. Um, you know, you want to stay on that roll. We saw it last year. Green Bay lost. Um, first seed, Kansas City even lost at home. Um, so it, it's huge. She had to get a week off, but at the same time, can a team 
be mentally and physically strong enough to take a whole week off and then get hit in the mouth as hard as Drake Greenlaw, Fred Warner, and all them do. And uh, we'll see. I think I think we're looking good. Um, I don't, I'm not worried. I think we're going. You heard it here. I think we're going to the bull. Are we winning it? I don't know. I don't know. We're going there. <laughs> we are going. We uh, can stay healthy. Yeah. Like, I'm just scared these next three weeks that something will happen. I mean, I think most Irish I mean, fans yeah, will be, you it, know. It's but... hard. It's hard. Injury, injuries aren't a problem until it happens. So, I think you, you can't worry about it. I mean, it's football. Shit's going to happen. The the Cowboys yeah. the Cowboys lost their best defensive or their, their right tackle um, to an ACL. So, it's injuries are going to happen. Next man up. Exactly. Next man up. You're only as good as your backup. So, if... If we lose them like that and we're not good enough, then we don't deserve it. Simple as that. Um, so we'll see. I, they're not going to hold back at all, especially if Minnesota loses tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota loses tomorrow, then I think things will change quite a bit as far as, like, who you see out there. Yeah, I mean, it, the only way people sit is if it's week 18 and we're – our spot is already locked in stone no matter what. That is the only way people are sitting. The only way. There's literally no other scenario where I could see it happening. Yeah, I mean, that would be the perfect scenario, right, is you get that week 18 against the Cardinals and you don't have to really play anyone, right? So that in itself would be like a bye week, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so I don't. If Minnesota loses to the Colts. They lose to the Packers. Maybe even the Bears last week of the season, and then they had one more game in there too. I mean, winning outs for them is going to be a lot harder than it is for us. You know, we play the Commanders, who have a solid defense, but their offense is nothing too crazy. And the way our defense looks, they're not going to put a whole bunch of points on. Um, then we go to the Raiders playing Vegas. What do they have to play for? I mean, yeah, Niners, Raiders, whatever. But Draft pick. That, that whole team is beat. Derek Carr every week he's crying on the podium. He's complaining about something. Um, that defense let Baker Mayfield drive down their throat with only 24 hours of practice, and then we play Arizona. So winning out for us does not seem as hard as it is for the Vikings. And, uh, I mean, there's only one way to watch what the Vikings do, and that's just to sit and watch. So um, we'll keep you guys updated on that. But – um, here it is. Indianapolis, the Giants, Green Bay, Chicago is their next four matchups. Indianapolis, good defense. Giants, put playoff team right now. Green Bay, you can't count on Aaron Rodgers. And Chicago's another division game. And what we know, we, division games are hard to win. Even the Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles lost to the Commanders by 14 division game. Division games are not easy. We're about to sweep our division. Good job to the Snyders. Good job to this coaching staff. Good job to these players. Shanahan, coach of the year. John Lynch, GM of the year. God. What this team is from 2017 to what it is now is crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Give John Lynch. Shout shout out. Yeah, I mean, John Lynch, you know, he's made some bad trades. Yeah, he's made some bad picks. Bad picks, but, man, these late-round picks. They always seem to hit. You know, it's not all on John Lynch because we do have these scouts. And this coaching Ooh, staff too. No one, no one them. knows, you know. Yeah. So. So. 
Shout out mm-hmm. the Niners organization and uh Trust them know, and shout out the players and Rico Ryan's probably good. gonna be on too after this year. So yeah, they kept on talking about it during the broadcasts. Yeah. Um I mean it happened to us, Robert Sala. You know, Robert Sala's gone. They're going, Oh, is his defense gonna be the same? Those big questions, but I mean, hey, you got the same personnel. Their defense is too complicated. The the thing that they stand out from is how physical they are and how little tackles they miss. These guys don't miss a lot of tackles. These guys wrap up and they even Diamador Lenore yesterday is tackling DK. I'm like, wow, dang. The small yeah, the corner dude, corner yeah, the small ass dude from Oregon is uh tackling this dude and, and should have had that pick six too. Yeah, if it wasn't for the soft roughing the pass. Bogus. Nick, Nick Bosa said it was his fault for not um landing to the side of him. So at least I guess if Bosa says it then can't complain. But I mean what is what a what a way to what a second half of the season so far. We're on a what seven game winning streak? We started mm-hmm. off at three and four. Now we're ten and four. <laughs> we built different. different. Niners are built different, but uh, we got three games tomorrow. tomorrow. We got three games tomorrow. Minnesota starting off. Um, let's hope they lose. Ravens, Browns, and then Dolphins, Bills. So a good slate of football tomorrow. Uh, I like I like Saturdays or football Saturdays, but we'll get you guys a podcast out um, before the Redskins. I mean, Commanders. I'm so whoa, 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 I whoa. You. The Commanders game for sure. <laughs> Um, let, let's go get that second seed. Let's go ride with BCB, big confidence, Brock. <laughs> um, and uh, let's do this, baby. Bang, bang, not a game. Me, Zach, red and gold. We dead and gold. We out. Bang, bang.